1: After Buzz TV Salem! We're here wow. doing season two, episodes one and two. We're back! Yay! Look at us! I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at SerafiniTV. And back. Hi, I'm on a You can follow me at Koppel from for Mayor, K O P P E L F O R M A Y O R. Yes, we're gonna kick off season two for After Buzz. Very exciting. Lots happening. A lot. A lot is happening. We have new characters new problems, new plagues, we'll definitely get into it, but we're we're covering episodes one and two of this season so far, Cry Havoc and Blood Kiss. So we have a lot to go over, and so we might be a little
0: scattered because we're covering two episodes, so bear with us and be nice.
1: There's a lot to talk about, but really quickly, what were your thoughts on how they started season two? Were you excited, grossed out? I, yeah, it was it was a lot. I forgot
0: about how horrific it was yeah, somehow. I, my, my whole thought going into it, I was just like, I just don't want to see any spiders, no spiders, no spiders. And right. then I was like, oh right, I forgot about all the gore. did not <laughs> right. brace myself for that.
1: Not just the gore, but the sliminess and pox and oh, it's just nasty. Nasty, nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> Na- like, okay, I, I consider myself not a very squeamish person, and I have a very strong stomach, but there was a lot Of elements, and they're really stepping up the ick factor to the point where, like, um, maybe I should just be vegetarian. A lot of
0: burning flesh, yeah, a lot of
1: boiling boils, a lot of boiling boils, yeah, slimy pus, where you like spread your hand across the face and you could just feel the sliminess on your hand, it was nasty.
0: Yeah, uh, and like uh, not to just, not to just jump all over the place, but <laughs> here we go. Uh, when, I guess John Jr., is that what we're going to call him, was like yeah. shoving nails up Sibley's Oh, toenails, yeah. Oh. yeah,
1: just cringeworthy moments, oh. and I'm sure there's so many more cringeworthy moments to that we have yet to look forward to, but uh, we'll start with uh, episode one, and how they kicked off? We got a few new people in, you know, this show. Lucy Lawless, Zena. Zena is is in Salem. I, I mean, I love her. She's amazing. She'll always be Zena to me. I know. I I'm struggling to, to <laughs> call her
0: uh, Von Marburg, Countess von Marburg. Uh, yeah, but she's uh, she's an amazing actress and such a powerful presence in the show. And I am so excited to see what she brings and she's already brought so much Mm -hmm. Uh, I had watched uh, WGN ran uh, like a season 2 preview it was like a half hour special I don't know if you caught it but uh, they showed that Lucy Lawless was going to be in it and they showed that sort of um, they introduced her in the preview the same way they introduced her tonight where she was sort of peeking around from behind that chair and so I was was ready for it I was excited
1: and and you knew Go ahead, what were we'll you going to say? I'm just excited for her because she is a great actress. And she can be really good, but also very evil and cold and manipulative. And I just totally see her being this evil, surprising, very enigmatic contest. So I think she's going to bring a lot to Salem. And a lot to just the storyline that's going on. Because we see, even in the first episode, Mercy killing all those the, the original witches the last tribe of those witches and just hanging them cold blooded. They were the only two left. The only, so we thought. Yes, but of now, the of the hive, uh, of they the, were the, the hive. Yes, but now they now we see in Countess. and I mean, she talks tonight in tonight's episode. She's like, "I'm the last real witch." Well, so she she, is was, she, really, she, she was the last witch to like try the the grand rite.
0: happy price go to your happy price price line referring to the other witches as essex witches Essex.
1: so this is like generation of witches pretty much i guess i don't know Are or they maybe belong- regional witches Are they yeah they just
0: belong to different covens or but yeah
1: i don't know i don't really know how it works yeah but uh, yeah I, d- I definitely think contest is gonna add a lot more <laughs> spice it up Spice this uh, story up, and then we also get the introduction of Samuel Rainwright. He loves Stewart Town. Townsend, he'll always be listed out to me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I'm thinking not to jump into predictions, but uh, I'm seeing like a new love interest for Mary. There seems to be some totally. heat there, yeah.
1: You, you, do you see it too? The like yeah. chemistry, and yeah. when they're talking, I was like, ooh, this could be really interesting. What do you think John Alden would think about that?
0: Oh, he is on a war path, so I don't (laughs) think he cares. Nope.
1: No. I think it's interesting. Yeah, that might get into production, but definitely maybe a future love interest for Mary. She just needs loving. She lost John, or so she thinks. I mean, she does believe that John is dead. She does believe that, but
0: I think she's lost John anyway because he is... I mean, he's on the warpath to kill every witch in Salem, and he knows that she's a witch, and he does not care about his prior feelings for her.
1: No, no, no. You know, let's talk. Let's talk about John. Okay, let's because in the first episode, we see that he's with the Native Americans. He is alive and well. Mm-hmm. He's regaining his strength and recuperating. But they do this ritual, and his soul is now tied to the Great Spirit, uh-huh. the Spirit Leader, I guess, and pretty much. They, The gist of it is, like, you can only be in Salem now. If you leave Salem, you're dead because you're tied to the spirit guides and you can only be in Salem to do your bidding. Right. I was like, okay, so we know John is going to be in Salem. He's not going to leave. He is here to stay. But I, what do you think of this curse or ritual? Because John seems like he's okay with it. Yeah, I... I feel like he, some of the the best times of his life, whatever,
0: has always been. He, he's always seemed uh, at home with the Native Americans, as as much as he said, like mm-hmm. I was born in Salem, I'm going to die at Salem. Salem's my home. I, I don't think he's ever felt at home in Salem, or that the people of Salem are his people. Uh, so I feel like um, he ha- his soul is more kindred to this tribe, and. I don't know, the fact that he has to stay around for them, so what? I don't who cares? I feel well, like it's fine. Salem
1: is his home, we might as well, like you said, born there, die there. He's fine with it. I think he's fine with it.
0: What does he have to live for right now anyway? Well to kill witches. Right. Do you think that things will change when he meets his son?
1: Hmm. That is a that is a good question, maybe. But going to his son because we see mary and and we see you know the end of the finale of season one that the son is actually alive doesn't have a name but wants to be called john because just like john alden mini john john jr jj yeah jj JJ. we'll call him jj uh okay question john jr jj he seems very devilish. Do you think he's also a witch? Oh, that's...
0: See, I my note is, this kid's quite a little shit, isn't he? <laughs> totally.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So He's got some
1: evil, potential evil in him. Well, and there was also
0: when, in that scene with uh, with Countess von Marburg and her son Sebastian, is that his name, Sebastian? Yes. When, uh, right, they were, they were like making out, and I knew it was going to be one of my predictions. I was like, By the next episode, Mary and and J.J. are going to be making out and in this episode. In this episode. Yeah. And it freaked her out, though. Yes. So there must be some sort of, I don't know, ritual attached to it? Or just some sort of, I, I don't know, relationship? Because the son seems to want to be locking lips with the mother, and the mother is, like, not wanting it. So do you think this is just, like, a weird... Oedipus, sort Oedipus of, complex.
1: But, yeah. Yes. Totally. Um, I can definitely see that. It's. I see it more as maybe a witch coming of age, or like in that process, they have to go through that. with their relationships, because also, I think Contest said to Anne in uh, the second episodes, like it's. It's just something that we all go through, killing parents, mm-hmm. and then I feel like this can this odd close. Incestual relationship with the son is just another step that they go through as witches. That you're gonna have that relationship, your son's gonna be oddly connected to you in that way. Hmm. So, seeing where Countess is, how powerful and everything she's gone through already that we don't know yet, okay Mary is on the same path to being the new Countess. Okay, there, there's a lot of parallelism going on, sure. Sure. So I, I, again, I think it's just, maybe it's just a coming, one of the stages during which is... So there's just going to be, through. like,
0: a lot of cringeworthy moments.
1: There's so many cringeworthy <laughs> moments in Salem. Not just physical ick factor, but just moral factor. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, really just turns the stomach. Yeah. Making out with her. Well, it's the son making out with the mother. Right, right, yeah. Because Sebastian went in for that, and then... John ran in for the kiss too. So, yeah. ooh, I don't know. Why do you think it's the? <laughs> but why do you think it's the guy that's or like the son that's attached? What is it about the son that makes them?
0: Want you just the said it was but, like something that the witch has to go through. The and, witch goes <laughs> through,
1: but w- the witch goes through it. But what makes the son want to go through it? But the son's the witch too. Do you think the son's the witch? That's yeah. That's it gets thing. passed down. They're witch genes. They're witch. Okay, so we think jj mm-hmm. is also a witch yeah totally okay yeah i see that i see you that just too. worked it out in your head and then, <laughs> well, and then just, asked me and i'm then and asked it. me. <laughs> okay uh okay so we see mercy mercy's being crazy rogue that she is She's Wait, i'm crazy. sorry i'm sorry
0: before we move on i just want to say that i'm so happy that shane west lost that hair piece oh it's yes just such a relief
1: mm-hmm. and i'm glad that he's somewhat shaven I mean, he still has his beard, but it's more clean-shaven than the last time we saw him. Yeah. It's just, I I hope they
0: all don't wear hair pieces again. Mm -hmm. It was ridiculous last season. Yeah. Okay,
1: all right, sorry, go on. Mercy, rogue (laughs) person that she is, she's claiming war. Oh, oh, she's so rogue, and um, she's definitely being, she's on the up and up to be the big baddie. Because we saw her last season, she was trying to out. You know, outdo Mary. But we see Mary, it's the whole power struggle. Mary and Mercy, Mary. And what do you think of Mercy? Where do you think she's heading in season two? Well,
0: I don't know that Mercy has really progressed at all from season one. Uh, Hmm. Season one, she was, you know, newly coming into her power. Now, I don't know that they were really witch powers. I think she was kind of coming into, she had this power. Uh, impressing these other girls. She built, like, this gang, really, is what she Posse. built. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and it got bigger and bigger, and they were these sort of, like, angry, hormonal adolescent girls, uh, and I, they were mostly murdering people. I mean, they do have some level of power, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think to the extent that the other witches do. Um, so I I don't know. I think her horde has gotten bigger, but um and now they did do one really messed up thing that I'll probably have nightmares about for at least a week. Um <laughs> yeah, Um so when when Dolly Sammy Hanratty, who we've had in yes? studio, "Hey girl, she's What's up? She should be coming back in studio pretty soon actually." Awesome. Um so so stay We'll pick tuned. our brain about that. Um she she leads this drunk guy out into the woods and they Yeah <laughs> whack off his to- his boy parts and replace it with a bird. It was
1: really weird. That's a terrible castration in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> ah, into, ah. Into, into a raven. That was disturbing. And Raven, of course, of all birds. And Google. I don't I don't get what is the Maybe just to show that men are not, a, like, a thing for them. Like, they don't care about whoever they're affecting. Not to be sexist or anything. That, was like, maybe it's just showing their power and dominance over anybody.
0: But Mercy said something like, I've gotten men to do my bidding for me. or so, I don't know. But, but I don't know. I just feel like other magic in the past, it's like, oh, I get the symbolism of that. But this just seems... Really
1: bizarre. A raven from a man's parts? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Really symbolism? You think so? Well, <laughs> I don't get the symbolism if it is there. Right. We see raven, obviously a symbol of evil. Or it's usually, um, you know, associated with evil. So that's just it? Maybe. Maybe. Or there might be more. Maybe we'll see more castrations in that sense. To show, but I think it was also just like another situation, just to show like how powerful these girls are becoming. Now, crazy they're becoming as well. Just right, so they're not mentally stable. Right. Of course, being led by Mercy, who's not mentally stable herself at all. She's living in the woods. She's living in the crags, in the in the pits. Yeah, she's sleeping it's like on girl, a take a shower. Right. Yeah. Gross. And nasty. And she she's dealing with the the tribe. The the hive of those ladies, who are like in a, in a way warning her, just in like trying to control her, but Mercy's not having it. They spit on her and she like licks it like it was. I hope that was chocolate soap because that was nasty. That yeah, was so nasty. To yeah, her. but what they said to her was
0: was should have been instructive to Mercy about how this all works was um. Mary doesn't control us. We control her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not of any use to us. Because she's not controllable. So. Yeah. But that should have, she should have, she should have heard that as, well, no, I'll come and and work for you. I'll do your bidding. But that's. But that's Mercy not, doesn't want to be controlled. No, no, no. And that's not what she wants at yeah. all. Um, but that's the sort of. I, I think on some level, though, like she does want that respect of theirs, uh, and that's the sort of like power that she seeks. To like, she wants. I think she
1: wants just to be accepted that she's also a powerful witch. Right, right, but but see, she's too young. She's too young or too green. Which I mean, or both. she is very powerful, but she's too new to this new. Which witchcraft? Like, the have, new generation.
0: It, it, she doesn't have anybody helping. Like when she had Mary in the beginning, helping her uh, learn her powers and control them, and she doesn't have that anymore. No, she so. burned
1: that bridge with Mary. Mm-hmm. And then also, but okay, so we see the the, the tribe ladies. They say uh, we don't have control over Mary, but we do see someone who kind of has somewhat of a control over Mary. Tisuba. She ooh, she is really just. Dis- no. Always keeping Mary in check. No, they said we control Mary. We, oh, yeah, I guess so. But also, t- Tituba kind of has control over Mary as well. Well, just keeping her in check and making sure she doesn't go or like abuse anything with the with the son. Right. And what do we think of Tituba? Do you think she's going to be a, a big, bigger character than she was in last season? I don't. I I don't know what to think. Of.
0: I don't care for her at the moment. I feel like she's just been so disloyal to Mary. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know who her loyalty is really supposed to be to. I thought it was only supposed to be to Mary. But uh, I, I don't, I guess, maybe to Satan? I don't know where her real loyalty is supposed to be to. But, uh, yeah, I, I think she's always been a pretty big character. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be bigger this season, maybe.
1: Yeah, and she might be part of the Switch Wars. That's now going on. That Mercy has called war. She seems to have real control of the kid right now. Yeah, and it seems like she has the only say of when Mary gets to see this kid. Right, her own son.
0: Yeah, it's got to be killing her.
1: Yeah, but why do you think Tituba is doing that?
0: Well, because the the grand right needs to be carried out, and
1: it's mm-hmm. like the biggest chip that they have to like keep priorities in in order. Yeah, it's like the son isn't your biggest problem the ground Ride, is yeah okay uh okay so we see we see them catching up and then john alden he's you know we did talk about him a little bit but he killed um the
0: seer what is his name Petrus. petrus petrus
1: petrus yeah yeah and he you know he's coming back to salem he's he wants to wipe out all the witches in Salem. So that is his objective for this season. But he seems like he's still in love with Mary. So when they meet up again, do you think John's going to go through with it?
0: I think he has every intention to, but then he'll meet the son. The son. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: then he'll be like, I can't kill the mother of my own child. Mm-hmm. That's true. We'll see. Okay, and again, this all just goes to predictions, but, like, just catching up on everybody. Yeah. Also, Cotton Mather. Ugh, poor Cotton. Poor Cotton. I mean, he Can't he's catch a break. Exiled from Salem. Now he's in Boston, talking to his portrait of his father. How He was creepy. talking to the portrait in Salem. Yeah, of, in Salem, yes. But how creepy was that? Yeah, he's losing it. He's, he's just like, okay... Is he drunk again? Yeah, probably. His... <laughs> your father's dead. I get he's beaten you emotionally, physically. You had a rough life with your father, but move on. He doesn't control you anymore. (laughs) Yeah, no, but he's... Yeah, he's had a rough
0: time. And he's lost Gloriana. Yeah, he's lost Gloriana. His his true love. And now he's lost his home.
1: Yeah, and now he's in Boston. And now he's in Boston. Exiled. But also, and... And goes to see him in Boston. Do you feel a love connection there? I was going to ask you that. I was like, (laughs) do you say... Because we know Cotton loves redheads. He has a type. He does. And is a redhead. And she respects him still. Yep, yep. I definitely see something going on there. I think for... Because Cotton also lost his only friend, John. That's true. But... His other loss. Eventually... Eventually, Cotton has to get back to Salem. Right. So... Yeah, I think the
0: Anne relationship is an important one for him because she's the only person who still has faith in him, Mm -hmm. and he needs that. He needs somebody to believe
1: in him. Yeah, because right now he doesn't have anybody. Right. But Anne, okay, big Anne's going to be a huge story and character in this season. Because we saw it last season, like, okay, she finds out she's a witch. She does kill her parents. Yeah. What do you think her powers are? Do you think it's something good or something evil? Because it seems like every time she gets emotional and angry, she doesn't, she's not at that level where she can control her magic and power and everything's shaking. Right. And she's making people have nosebleeds. She can't control it. So do you think she's going to be good or bad? Well, I don't know. Have we met a good witch yet? A witch with good intentions yet? No, not yet. Because her, even Anne's parents didn't have good intentions. So do you think Anne just being a good person herself and having strong morals, do you think she could be the only good witch? In Salem, uh, maybe I don't know,
0: but but again, she doesn't she doesn't know her powers yet. She doesn't know what kind of witch she is or what that means. So I think we have to wait for her to learn to speak to her father again, whatever that means.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> going going off of that because even when Anne meets Countess Marburg, they have that one. Sp- scene where like, <laughs> Countess just takes her. her into her own soul. How dark and cold is that? And she's naked as well. It's like, mm-hmm. why? But just shows, strips her of her vulnerability, shows how powerful Countess is. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're a witch, and you're going to go through X, Y, and Z, but I can be the person who teaches you that. Yeah. Or if not, then it's like, you best get on my side, or things are going to be ugly for you. Yeah.
0: Well, I felt like that was a real moment between them and that I felt like Anne seemed really enamored with her in that moment. Uh, Like, when they were coming out of that moment after she spoke witch to her. Yeah. Uh, And, I I don't know, just she seemed somehow just very intrigued and delighted. And not afraid. I didn't think she seemed afraid. Um, I think she seemed afraid in her soul. She was in the bathtub in her soul. But I think when they came out of it that she seemed um, sort of pleased to have met her. So,
1: I, I think they're going to team up, whatever that looks like. I definitely think Countess is going to take her under her wing. Yeah. But knowing how dark and evil Countess von Marburg, it's going to be fun saying Countess over and over again. But I think it's going to be really fun seeing Countess, you know, like have a new, new protege. I guess. Yeah, we can't just call her Zena.
0: Yeah, that would be confusing though. Yeah, that's not, that's not right to do.
1: But Let's podcast I, w- I will give it to the cast of Salem now. It's so incredibly diverse. I mean, you have Janet Montgomery, who's British. You have Xena, who's, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. Lucy Lawless, who's new, um, from New Zealand. Then you have Stuart Townsend, who's from Ireland. And then they're all in Salem back in 1600s. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're all crazy. time travelers. Time yeah. travelers. Um, I, yeah. I just, I found it funny just listening to all these characters and their different Voices and accents. I'm like, hmm, interesting. They they're literally all over the place. Yeah, but I'm okay with that because you know they're fun. They're great actors in and of themselves. I think they'll bring a lot to the table. Yeah, already doing it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then we see during like all this, like there's now big pox problem going on, thanks to Mary at the end of last season. The plague. The plague. Plague on both of your houses. I did love how they had that line. They had to throw it in there. So uh, we see the plague going on. And poor Isaac. He can't get a break. You think Cotton Mather can't get a break. Isaac can't get a break. He does not deserve this. And it's really sad because Mary and Isaac are really good friends. Childhood friends. And then Mary can't even cure him. Even though she has the cure right there. And she tips it over and purposely doesn't cure Isaac. No, I thought it was to kill him. No, I thought it was to cure him.
0: No way. No, mm-hmm. Tituba gave Did that they, to him to to handle it. Yeah. Because, mm. Oh, maybe yeah. I missed that. Yeah, no, that... because she said now uh, Isaac's alive and he's uh, here to, he's going to tell all and um, now you have to. Oh, right,
1: because Isaac can be the only person who might have immunity against this plague and survive. Yeah, right. right.
0: Um, so she's like, so now you have to like finish it off. So. she can't
1: okay so good on mary for saving his life yeah but maybe mary can perform a spell or something to help isaac i mean she started the play she can obviously reverse it yeah
0: but she has to probably do it in a way that where he's not just like instantly healed
1: Mhm. Yeah. just a, a slow healing yeah yeah she could probably save his life though she should but also someone else who could save his life is samuel Rainwright, White, he has immunity. He, His character in the first episode said he's been through so many plagues in his life. He's just built that immunity. He's seen a lot of deaths and whatnot. He's not afraid of this plague, obviously. You think he's a witch? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's just a doctor. But he has very strong moral grounds, and he doesn't believe in God very... Uh, you know, it's not religion or faith and whatnot. Not to say he's atheist, but he doesn't have that philosophy. He just believes in science. Right. Science can cure everything. Witchcraft can't. Religion can't. Science can. Sure. Which I think Samuel will be a really good foil for Mary. Let's talk about uh, Hawthorne. who Yes, do let's. Um, he,
0: his, uh, his character... Um, I, I want to talk specifically about his his sort of his interaction with Anne. Uh, was he when he goes over and sees her at uh, at her home? Uh, was he threatening her? Or was he like trying to get into her pants slash fortune?
1: Probably both. Probably both. Threat- threatening just uh, that again because it goes back. I mean, we mentioned it a lot in season one after show that there's always the power struggle between men. And female, so Mm -hmm. I think it was just his superiority complex that he wants over Mm -hmm. her, so yes, probably, but, um, relationship and getting into the plants, I don't, maybe, I I see it more as a power struggle type of threat. Okay, yeah,
0: because he, I don't know, it sounded like he was sort of threatening, like, really, like, you don't have any other family. It seems strange, and I don't mm. know, but it also kind of sounded like he was coming on to her. I don't know, it was unclear to me.
1: You're lonely, admit it. You're lonely. Maybe, but uh, I i think we will really see the whole Mary Samuel storyline play out, because that would be more interesting. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, who else should we talk about? I mean, we, uh, I, I do like over just Mary and building up because we saw in the end of season one, a lot of people were going against Mary and like just turning on her and Mary becoming vulnerable. But now this plague coming in and Mercy's being the reckless rogue which Mary's taking this opportunity and exploiting this and just being like, I will step up. I will be the one to take care of all of this. You can... Had that faith in me. And she's really using this as a platform to gain her power back.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think she still has people. I can say it's Hawthorne, right, who said, like, you're not going to speak for your husband. Your husband will speak for himself mm-hmm. when he can speak again. Or I, So I think the people are still not on her side necessarily. She did lead them to the crag
1: to... To burn those bodies. Yeah. It was like, good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why have a whole pit of bodies that are just rotting there full of the plague? Someone needs to burn it. Are they all dead except for uh, Mercy? Who's no. Obviously we... on the way to kill her father right now. Yeah. Uh, we see the end where Mercy just comes back. After burning, She somehow she survives it, but she's all like disfigured, disformed. She'll probably heal, find a way to heal. Yeah. And did, yeah. And we see Reverend Lewis. Uh, yeah, she's definitely after her father.
0: Yeah. Hello, Daddy. <laughs> what what did witches, she say? Your baby's home, or something yeah, like yeah. that. All witches are kill their parents, right?
1: So mm-hmm. we learned that. And what what happened to Mercy's mother? Do we remember? I do did, not remember. The, 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 I, I want to say the mother's dead already. Yeah, but I don't. I really don't remember. Yeah, but I don't remember her ever being in the picture. She's so. she's definitely against Reverend Lewis because Re- Reverend Lewis was one of those people against all of this. Of right, course. it's like gotta control my daughter before she controls you. Um, other than that, a, a lot a lot of things to look forward to, obviously in season two. A lot of crazy. It's good to see where everyone came back from and just like where their storylines are heading. Um, anything else? I'm looking over my notes really quickly. Okay. Uh, you. Thank you all for who's commenting on YouTube and whatnot and all of our amazing followers. Speaking of which, we actually have something fun for all of our fan followers and whatnot. Thanks to WGN, they have sent to AfterBuzz a awesome, awesome giveaway package that we're going to give away on our show. It is the Salem 2 screener and package. Uh, it has a disc... With the first episode of season two, and it's very well packaged. I mean, look at this graphic designing; it's fantastic. There's posters, and if you're if you're listening on iTunes, definitely check us out on YouTube. But look at this; this is awesome. Look at this, awesome photos of the cast and the promotional figures, and it has the Malum information about the char- the new characters on the show, things teasing of season two really well like that. And it also in the in the package we have this the disc screener to episode one of season two and an apple which is actually candle, but this is the malum. Um yeah. yes, so and we are giving away this fun Package thanks to WGN. But in order to win this, you have to follow all of us here on Twitter and follow Afterbus. Follow your your Twitter on them. Reiterate your Twitter. It's Copple for Mayor. Copple for Mayor. Follow me on Twitter, TV. Follow Afterbus. Follow Bobby DeMiro. Oh, he will be back at Bobby DeMiro on Twitter. And also, not just following us on Twitter, but following us on iTunes. You have to rate and comment. And um, we will pick a random uh, person who has rated and commented, show us your love, just show us uh, and tell us everything you love about Salem, everything you love about it this after show and we will pick a lucky winner at the end of season, uh, not season two, but uh, actually episode episode six. six. Yeah. So you have a few weeks to... uh, Tell us all your love and whatnot, and we will... Make it interesting. Yes. Shout you out. But you also have to make sure in the iTunes comments to leave your Twitter handle. Yes. That's like taking a test but not writing your name on it. You won't get the credit. So make sure you leave your Twitter handle, and we will shout out and give away this fun giveaway package, Salem 2 Screeners Episode 1, made by WGN themselves. So it's official. Something we to did look not just to. mock this
0: up here at AfterBuzz.
1: Wow, this is fantastic. Yeah, Crash this is official shit. Salem season two. Yes, as a graphic design artist myself, I'm fascinated by this. This is fun. Yeah, I like stuff. I, I want it, but I want someone else who a big fan of you guys and big fan. If you're a fan, you definitely deserve winning this. But again, so rate, comment on iTunes, leave your Twitter handle. And then follow us all on Twitter as well. So, great things to look forward to. Um, Not not so much news and gossip, just a lot of interviews going on. Just everybody, you know, saying things to look forward to in season two. Um, If you like uh, our girl, Yell, here at, you follow her at
0: Yell TV. Um, Right? Did I get that right? Uh, y- Yell Teagle. Yell Teagle you. is her, her actual Twitter <laughs> she She uh, she has some really cool interviews
1: that she conducted at uh, WonderCon. So she has a lot of cool. Uh, yes, check check out uh, her Salem interview. She did go and interview the panel. Um, I believe she interviewed Shane West. She did, and perhaps maybe next week we can show that video as well. But definitely check her out. She she talked to them themselves. And a lot a lot of fun things to say. Alright, let's get to predictions. And now your afterbug TV. predictions. Alright. So we find out this grand right is still kinda put on hold. It wasn't fully executed in a way. And now that's this there's this big comment uh that lasts for three days that will and open perhaps up. maybe next week we can oh. show that video as hello well. i hear, definitely i hear myself <laughs> my bad <laughs> that's like me reflecting my thoughts but okay so we, we did hear in tonight's episode that uh th- there's this comment that's coming by and it's gonna open the Are portal comment or comment Comet. Okay. Comet.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
1: All there right. we go. So I, All these I'm just going to have to correct
0: you otherwise. All right. Now,
1: comet coming by. Yeah. All right. It will open pretty much an opportunity for this grand right to come about again. Yeah. And apparently they, they understand the skies and, I don't know, astrology. Astrology? Yeah. Maybe? You but it, the, the crags will. What was it? The the crags will come back. They'll. Well, they'll. You no, know, just it, open or, up,
0: and all of the blood will finally spill into the earth. Because I think they needed the blood of innocence, right? That's that was the whole idea in the beginning. I think right. The the
1: always blood of innocence,
0: and that's why Salem was like the perfect spot to perform the grand rite. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of these people of God. So so yeah so apparently it's well underway John will probably put some sort of stop to it then John
1: Jr. will come in and put a stop to that do you think that Countess is gonna get in on this because we know she was the last as of right now the last surviving witch who tried the ground right yeah and because she failed the first time and we see all those scars on her back right um, do you think she's gonna do it again be a Wait, part she's gonna, of she's gonna try to get in on it for sure yeah for sure what do you think of uh, everybody else? And, and you see John Alden, He's he has a mission. But I think it's going to be crazy with him and Mary meeting up again. I don't think he cares about Mary. I just think he's going to care really? about JJ. I think he still loves Mary, though. Just the way they ended up, yeah. he still loves Mary. No. No? No. JJ. JJ. John Jr. He's going to be a little troublemaker.
0: Oh, he is the worst. He already frightens me. I, You know, they are... Things that scare me in life more than others. Spiders, we already know is one of them. Oh, for sure. But, like, evil little kids, like little girl ghosts, little little demonic boys. Th- those terrify me. Those are way up there. So, yeah, this kid's already freaking me out.
1: Yeah, I think he, he might be a more... Uh, he'll be a very powerful witch not to be reckoned with. Because now the Majesty is gone, and... It's an increase. Mathers also gone too, so we need more male, male witches. Sure. Sebastian might be someone. Yeah, to look out for. Yeah. he's obviously mentally messed up with his mother. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. A lot to look forward to. A yeah, lot of a lot of new love connections. Mm-hmm. All right. So, are you already shipping Anne and Cotton together? Yes. What what would that shit mean be? Cotton and and Cotton. cotton, cotton. Oh, that's pretty good. Cotton, cotton works. And then Mary and Samuel. Well, he's he's Doctor Wainwright. Yeah, Doctor Wainwright. I like him. He's yeah, gonna he be should. interesting. Yeah. Um, he's definitely going to. And I think he's Doctors gonna find. In. He's okay. gonna find out about all these witches. Cool. Yeah. I, I wouldn't underestimate him either. But, all right, lots to look forward to. Thank you, Anna, for being here. Episodes one Thank and two. Thank you for two. being here. Of course, hey, of course. Where else would we be? Where can everyone follow you? Uh You can, again, you can follow me at Koppel a Koppel for Mayor. K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And you can follow me on Twitter, at SerafiniTV. Follow After Buzz TV on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff, at After Buzz TV. Follow Bobby DeMiro on Twitter, at Bobby DeMuro. Make sure to follow all of us in order to have a chance to win this amazing giveaway that we're giving away to you. Salem Season 2, Episode 1 Screener, along with the everything that goes in between. So, <laughs> lots to look forward to. Thank you so much for listening. Keep writing, keep commenting, and we will see you next episode.